Once again, once again, I just want to welcome all iPhone users to the community of the USB Type C. (laughs) I know I'm being silly. I know I'm being silly. But this is another reminder of just how the world of technology is ever evolving and you have no choice but to be impacted by it. This means that if you are, regardless of whether you're an Android user or an iPhone user, now you're going to be put in a situation where iPhone users are going to be asking you to to help them with the charger now, right? And vice versa. But what I want actually wanted to talk about today is the fact that, um, you know, China is a country that deals with a lot of gaming addiction amongst young people. You know, I usually hear people say that people these days love using China as an example. You know, you know, in China, yeah, people are doing this, this, this and that. And I feel like that's done in a misguided manner without actually understanding the context under which China makes such decisions. Like, for example, how, you know, a lot of people know and understand that in China, Gaming, for example, is something that has been limited greatly by the government. And you may sit down and think to yourself, it's because the government cares about their kids and they want their kids to focus on education and things that develop them. Yes, there is some truth in that. However, another thing that you need to consider is the fact that China is a country where kids focus on school nearly the whole day. Right. So you can be focusing on school activities for like from morning until like nine in the evening. This is a country where kids have no choice but to be top achievers. Um, There's also a lot of tutoring companies as well. Yeah, the government is limiting that and not allowing them to operate over the weekends because they're realizing that it's causing a lot of depression, anxiety amongst young people and actually causing them to be addicted to games. But the point I'm making here is the fact that China is a country that is built on honor and being an overachiever. Many families want their children to be overachievers. In fact, it's to such an extent that even though China is 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 um, um, limiting the amount of tutoring that can be done, particularly on weekends, by these registered companies that that offer tutoring, now that tutoring has entered into the black market, meaning that parents are going and illegally finding tutors to come and tutor their children so that their children can be top top achievers right just imagine if your child was living in a world in a context like that would you be shocked if they were addicted to video games my point being that china has a very different context and now we're seeing that china is making great effort in causing the companies that are selling games to take extra precaution uh, before allowing kids to 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 play games, they're even limiting, uh, making it illegal to play games for more than certain hours or during the week. I think it's limited to like three hours if you're younger than 18, and that's a very big deal for them. They have to have to crack down on this problem of gaming addiction. Um, And it's understandable when you consider their context. Another thing I wanted to mention more on a positive note is um, if you are aware of a a, a brand called Polaroid, 
Um, in fact, this brand is so big that we even think of whenever someone takes a picture with a camera and the picture gets printed out immediately from the camera, that is known as a Polaroid picture. So Polar- Polaroid is a brand and they've recently released a, a futuristic retro camera known as the i2. This is a very big deal, particularly because the, the problem with po- po- Polaroid cameras is that they're not very futuristic and they have very limited features, uh, some features that cannot be fitted onto them. That's why we've moved on now to like mirrorless cameras because a lot, mirrorless digital cameras, because a lot can be fitted onto them. But what makes this Polaroid camera, uh, the i2 special, is the fact that it has autofocus. It has LiDAR. Uh, LiDAR is the same technology that you find in an iPhone. So an iPhone, uh, I think it's usually in the pros. Uh, it'll have uh, two or three cameras. Um, and then it'll have a LiDAR sensor, which almost looks like a third camera. So that's what ha- makes it take such beautiful pictures that separate the subject from the background. It also helps it be able to take digital objects and place them in the in the real world. So, for example, if you want to buy a coffee table or you want to play a virtual game on your coffee table, uh, a digital game on your coffee table, and then it, it places, I think it's called... Uh, augmented reality uh, when you take the digital world and introduce it to our physical space so that's the technology that has been on iPhones for quite some time now Um, and then it also has some amazing manual controls so I am looking forward just to seeing how beautiful the pictures that come out of this. And the reason why I mention it is because this would make an amazing, if you're willing to spend the money, it would make an amazing family camera that will give you the, the, those quality pictures printed immediately. So question for you is, would you own yourself a Polaroid i2 camera? Just remember that it starts from like 12,000 rands. Yeesh. Can you prove God without using the Bible? That's the question for this week's Odd Ask question. Let's have a look at whether it's possible for us as Christians to explain God or our experiences of God without the Bible. Now, I did touch on it a bit last week, but I want to do it very similarly this week. But I want to do it by means of a nice framework that we as Christians can use to uh, explain God and our experiences of God. So, I want to do this by the following you would notice that you get uh, you get different types of religions in this country. Well, in, in the world, actually. But what I want to do with the framework is I want you to ask four serious questions of yourself. Uh, or ask them to yourself. It's probably a better way to say it. Ask them to yourself and then try and explain uh, or answer them and see if you still come to God. Right? The first question is origin. What is my origin? The second question is the following. Why am I here? Meaning. It's, uh, I can give you the one word uh, question and then the actual question. Second question, or third question rather, is uh, morality. What is right? What is wrong? How do I determine what is right and what is wrong? And the last one is obviously destiny. Where am I going to uh, after I die? Those are the four questions that every person should ask of themselves. Um, I think actually quite regularly, see if they change. And then the second thing, obviously, is that's how you determine whether you believe in God or not. Right? The God of the Bible. I like this method because I feel that we can answer it with out necessarily going to the Bible, but we can find all of our questions uh, in the Bible, or all, all the answers to all of those questions. We believe firmly that when we look at the world currently, uh, 
the origin, who made it. We know that God made it. Right? Our meaning is to worship Him. Our meaning is to, to live the, the kingdom lifestyle, the godly kingdom lifestyle. That is our meaning. That's why we are here. Um, we've actually got a catechism that was written, I think, in the 1800s, perhaps even before that, that says our purpose of man is to enjoy God and glorify God and enjoy Him forever. That's our meaning. Morality, how do you determine right or wrong? How can you determine whether something is right or wrong if you don't use a moral compass as God? Um, I know I said this is trying to prove God without the Bible, but what I'm trying to point to you is that these are questions that we should answer to ourselves. And then find out that all those answers are actually in the Bible. That's why we use the Bible as a guide, we as Christians. right? How do you determine morality? Why do you determine what's right and wrong? Why do we consider murder is wrong? If we're only dancing to our DNA, as certain people believe, why do we then say we can't kill? Why can't we murder? Because that's what our DNA tells us to do. We know that God has certain commandments to us. Uh, we, it can all be actually wrapped up in Micah 6 verse 8. It says, do justice, love kindness, and glorify God. Right? Or walk humbly before the Lord your God, depending on your translation. Then the last one is obviously destiny. Uh, destiny is where do you go to after you die? If you notice that people that don't believe in the Bible or struggle to find belief in the Bible um, don't necessarily die at peace or die with peace. Uh, it's difficult for them to to go to rest. It's difficult for them to to die because they don't know what's happening. Now a lot of Christians also battle with this, but again we've got a we've got a coherent answer. We can go to the Bible and it will show to us. Uh, if you're ever down, read Revelation twenty verse Re, read Revelation twenty and twenty one. It's the most beautiful piece of how we see this new Jerusalem. Coming towards us, that's one of the most amazing things for me when I grasp that I'm not going to the new Jerusalem. The new Jerusalem is coming to me, right? We, we're not going to heaven. Heaven is coming down. Heaven is coming to where we are. And that, of course, is our destiny. And uh, I know I started in the beginning saying that I can prove God without the Bible. And I don't want to be arrogant, but I want you to do is I want you to realize that these are questions that we should ask of ourselves. And after you've asked them to yourself, you realize that all the questions can be found, all the answers to these questions are found in the Bible. And that means that the Bible is the Word of God.